You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Mindful with Megan. Oh my gosh. Do you notice a difference in the audio of this podcast? I have a microphone. I feel so cool. I'm like, should I sing to you guys? <laughs> Just kidding. I will spare you. I'm the worst singer. And I had, I was joking and I was singing into my microphone earlier and with Colton there. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, oh, I really am not a good singer. That's okay. That's okay. It's fine. Anyway, so I'm really excited about this microphone. Um, I always have just recorded talking into my phone and it's actually worked fine, except for that my husband does a lot of editing. And so he got me this nice microphone and he's like, now I don't have to edit as much. So we're excited about it. So I hope that you enjoy this audio production with Getting Mindful with Megan. (laughs) I can't help it. It looks like an actual microphone. Okay, I'm excited. Today we're talking about one of my favorite things. I say that every week, but this one like really is like this is kind of me to a T. Okay, so here's the thing. When things happen, my brain creates businesses. Like, I don't know what is up with my brain, but I just like create businesses over everything. I see a problem, I create a business. I literally like see a problem within like 10 minutes. I have the logo designed and everything. Like, that's just how my brain works. I don't know, whatever. Lately in my own life, I've felt a little like disconnected, I guess, or just unfocused on the things that I actually care about. And so like my brain was just like, nope, you know what? We're just going to, we're going to create the plan. We're going to make this work. We're going to do this, right? And so this morning I was like, okay, I need to be more aware of how I spend my time because my focus has been a little ski wampus. I, I got really busy. I found out that Nevada, they're not going back to school. They're just going to do online learning. And so I'm going to homeschool my little girl. I was already thinking about it and planning on it kind of even before all this COVID stuff. But then that happened to like really solidified it. So then I'm like, okay, I'm homeschooling. And then I just added all of these clients to my coaching program, which is way fun and cool, but I is a lot of clients at once. And so I've been a little busy. So I've had this, this urge or this, my intuition kind of telling me like, it's time to refocus. It's time to revisualize. We are pretty much mid-year right now. Let's like take a a re look at our priorities and everything that we have going on and let's refocus our attention and our energy and let's put intention into life so that it becomes a little more fulfilling, a little more of what you're wanting it to be. So I sat down this morning and I want to share with you guys my system, kind of what my brain does and creating these plans for the future and how I do this so that I can create the results I want. Because you guys, what's really cool is I do create the results I want. So I'm going to give you the system. I'm going to tell you what I do. Okay. The first thing that I do is I sit, sit down. This morning I sat down and I was like, okay, what does this system look like for me? I sit down and the first thing is I visualize. And I know it's so cheesy. I know you hear about it like, oh, like you got, if you're going to manifest the life you want, you got to visualize it. But like, that's not, (laughs) it is what we're doing. (laughs) But just take out the weird hippie part. Okay. It's cool. It's fine. You guys like it. So this is what I do. I sit down, I close my eyes and I visualize like, what I want the school year to look like, what I want my business to look like, how I want these two things, how I want like this school and lifestyle and home environment that I'm creating as a mother to like intertwine with this business that I'm creating and the help that I'm creating for people as a coach and as a mindset person and how I want to intermingle those and how I want to just like create this like fluid um, energy between the two. So I sat down and I just visualized like what it would look like if things went perfect. 
if everything went exactly how I wanted it, what would it look like? So I I had all these ideas. So I started, I I wrote them all down. This is what it would look like. This is what I would be doing with my time. This is how I'd be allocating time and everything. And I wrote it all down. And that's great, right? That's totally great. But, But then that's like a really big picture thing. How do we bring it in? How do we bring it in and actually create that, right? So what I do is the first thing I do is I set my priorities. So what is the very most important thing to you? That's the very most um, important question I want you to ask yourself. I was talking to my mother-in-law and she had said like, oh, my family, that is the very most important thing. For me, it's like my time is the most important thing to me. And a lot of my clients, I know that because they tell me they feel so selfish when they when they put themselves first. And I just, let's just question that. Let's challenge that thought. Is it, is it actually selfish? I don't think so. But it's like me and God, that's my most important thing. I think my mother-in-law probably said that too, but she, but also like one that's really important to her family, which is beautiful. I know like one of my sister-in-laws, like one of hers is just going to be like stillness and being present. That's going to be like a really important thing in her life. Simplicity would be important to one of my other sister-in-law's and to some of us, it's like my business is going to be really important. And and we all prioritize different. And you just get to pick how you want to prioritize things, okay? So you just get to pick. And what I did is I picked, number one, my first priority is going to be that I take care of me, my needs, my connection with God, my connection with myself, and I take care of me. And so what I did is I wrote down 10 ways that I was going to take care of me in the next little while to create that result. So I'll tell you some of them. Like one of them was like, I was going to nourish my body with healthy food. I'm going to take time to connect with heaven, with God every day. I'm going to make time for adventures because that really like nourishes my soul to be out in nature. So like nature is going to be a big part of me taking care of me, right? I had a bunch more, but that's just a few of them. Like those are the things that are really important to me. I'm going to, in order to take care of my own needs, I'm going to make sure I have time alone. It's really important to me. I'm a big time extrovert. I get energy off of being with people. But I love just a little bit. I just need a little bit of time just for me. And so I wrote all of those things down. And then I went to number two. What's my second priority? And my second priority for me is always my family and my home. And so then I wrote down, like, what does that look like? Like, what is a priority for me? And one of the things is, like, conversations about God are really important for me and my family. I don't care so much about, like, doing, like, big, elaborate, like, cool, like, Pinteresty things, like, um, like doing all these, you know, I don't even know, like, what do you even do? I can't even think of it because it does not come naturally to me. But like, to me, like, I just want to have conversation with my family, with my little family about God regularly. So I put that on there. Um, I put creating a lifestyle, an education, like lifestyle, instead of just like, instead of just teaching them through a textbook or whatever, I want like this lifestyle where we're constantly educating and it's just part of our rhythm and it's just what we do is we just talk and we learn and learning is really a important part of my home. So that I put in there, I put in there that we do things that are fun as a family, like these are really important priorities to me. And then the third priority for me is how I contribute and put value back into the world. That's going to look like what I put on social media, how I coach my clients, this podcast, all of that kind of stuff, our business and power. Like that's going to be my third priority. 
And I've really felt this need to shift because I got all these clients and then I've kind of like been, right? And so I've been feeling this urge to shift back a little, really recognize my priorities. So what I do is I did that same thing. I wrote 10 things like with my business that I'm going to prioritize or that that matter to me that are going to, how I envision it, right? Like, what am I doing with my time? And I wrote that out. And so I have these like 10, three things and 10 sub bullets, right? Underneath it of these things that are going to matter to me. And then I started looking at them, you guys, and I'm like, okay, so what thoughts am I going to have to think to make sure this stuff happens? Like, One of my home ones was keeping the home a little tidier and cleaner and being a little more up on that. I am like half clean. That's how I'd describe myself as like half clean, like half the time super clean, half the time not. And so I was thinking, you know, I would like to cultivate a little more cleanliness in my house, not because I have to, but just because I want to, because I want to cultivate a little more peace in the home, right? And so I thought, what thoughts am I going to have to think to keep my house clean? right? What thoughts am I going to have to think to create valuable content for my podcast? What thoughts am I going to have to think to make sure that my morning routine is getting done every day? And I started writing out those thoughts, you guys. So I started writing like, okay, like to cultivate a clean house, like something I say is I am creating a space that cultivates peace. That motivates me. That might not motivate you. You might need a different thing to get you cleaning, right? But that one motivates me like, because the whole purpose of me having a clean house is so that I can feel peace. So when I remember that hard why, it like makes me want to clean more, right? Or with my business, like I, I feel called to serve and to help people with their minds because I have been people with a mind that struggles a little bit. They're a mind that, that um, believes thoughts that aren't a hundred percent true. None of them are true. Thoughts aren't facts. Little thoughts aren't facts. <laughs> Just but seriously, like, seriously, like, I feel called to do this work. I feel called to show women, like, look at this. You can homeschool your kids. You can be a bad to the bone mom. And you can put content out in the world and share and and be um there for people. You can do it all and it doesn't have to feel like crap. That's my calling. I want to show people, look at this. You can do this. I'm doing it and it's working and we're having fun and we're enjoying it. So you can do it too, right? And so I feel called. So so that's a thought that I'm going to think on purpose. Like, oh, I'm just living into my calling. Because you know what's going to come up, you guys? This is going to come up. When I am in my house and I'm trying to keep my house clean, I'm trying to cultivate that peace, I'm trying to educate the kids, and I'm trying to record a podcast, and a kid walks in the room, I'm going to be like, right? But like, no, like, I'm going to remind my brain, like, no, this is exactly how it's supposed to be, right? Like, like nothing's gone wrong. I am going to, I am able to do all the things that are important to me. That is one of my favorite affirmations. I will accomplish anything that is important to me. These three priorities are important to me. I will be able to accomplish them. And so can you, you can too. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to sit down. It's mid-year. Let's like reevaluate life a little bit. Let's reevaluate our focus. We've had a crazy first half of 2020. The next half we already know is going to be crazy. So let's just like, let's prepare our minds for that a little bit. And let's like refocus. So what are your three top three priorities? What are 10 ways under each of those priorities that you can, um, that, that will help you 
accomplish those things? Like, what are the accomplishments? Like, what does it look like, right? What are those things look like? What does taking care of yourself look like actually for you, right? Write those down. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to figure out the thoughts we need to think so that we are motivated to get those things done. Here's the thing, you guys. It's not going to be perfect. That vision in your head, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's not reality all the time, and that's okay. But it can be most of the time. It can be 70% of the time what it looks like in your home and in your families and in your businesses. Like It actually can look like that. But we are going to have to be really intentional. And that's where I like to set intentions. So what I do, let me tell you guys a little bit about my morning routine, a little bit about my evening routine, and a little bit about setting intentions. I'm really big on setting intentions. So in the morning, most mornings, and I'm not even going to try to tell you guys I do this every day, but like I'm going to say like 75% of the time, I am really great at my morning routine. What I do is I wake up. This is my morning routine. I like to hear other people's. I'll tell you guys mine. So this would do. I wake up in the morning at like 530-ish and I get up and I get dressed. I don't get dressed in like day clothes. I just like put on some comfy clothes, <laughs> sweat shorts because I live in the desert. <laughs> and so I get dressed. I go out in the living room and I turn on my oil diffuser because I like good smells. And I get a big drink of water usually. And then I pull out my journal, my scriptures, whatever I'm planning on studying that day. And I take some time to like journal for myself. And something that I always do is I try to set an intention for my day. Like today I intend to blah, 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 right? Or today I'm going to do this. Or today I'm focused on peace. Or today I'm focused on this, right? And so I set an intention for my day. And then throughout the day, I try to refocus my mind. This is mindfulness in practice as I try to refocus my mind back on that intention. Every time my brain starts to like want to shift focuses for the day, I try to re-bring it back. I really have to do this on the days when I'm just home with my kids. And I know some of you guys might feel the same. Like work days, mm, they're pretty easy for me. I like, it's pretty easy for me to go to work. But days at home with the kids is hard for me. And so... I, it's not really always hard, but sometimes it is. So sometimes I have to retrain my brain to refocus on the intention. Like today I'm present with my kids and then I want to be unpresent because it's kind of hard sometimes to be around little, a bunch of toddlers. And then I have to, oh, nope, today my intention is to be present. And so I got to bring my brain back. So I set an intention in the morning. I spend time reading my scriptures or reading spiritual text of some sort. I pray, I journal, I write down all my thoughts that I want to think on purpose. It just depends on the day, but I usually spend about like five to 10 minutes on that. Well, actually, it's not probably 20 minutes on that. And then I get up, I unload my dishwasher. If I'm being like so awesome, I will move the laundry. But let's be honest. <laughs> That's not super always, but that's what's on my list right now because I'm trying to keep my house cleaner, so I got to keep up on laundry. So right now that's on my list is that in the morning I get up, read my scriptures, get dressed. I take time to commune with with heaven, you know, and then I I open up the laundry. I move the clothes. I fold some clothes, get the oils going, get a big drink of water first thing in the morning, and then I get ready to go work out. Or I don't, depending on if I'm going to work out in the evening or the morning. So, and then we start breakfast. We eat breakfast as a family. 
And that's kind of how my morning starts. But let me tell you something. It is so freaking important. Why? Because you need that time for you in the morning. And not only that, but like, you know, you guys know, like when the kid comes knocking on the door at 530 in the morning before you've gotten up or anything like it, it is important to set your day off on the right foot. It gets you the momentum you need to keep going in the right thoughts, right? It doesn't always happen. And I know like sometimes kids come in and like, whatever, like I know it doesn't always happen. But when it does, it creates the results we want, right? So morning routine. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to make a morning routine, try it, see if you like it. Here's some tips about morning routines. I was in a mastermind group with a bunch of people online. And there was a common consensus that people who kept their morning routine going over the weekend were way more consistent and had an overall like happier energy throughout the week. So I know a lot of you are like, oh, but I want to sleep in on the weekends. And that's fine if you want to do that. But just know like the consistent, it does break up the consistency. And so if you're really wanting to practice being consistent, I'd suggest keeping that morning routine going over the weekend. I like to because it makes me feel good over the weekend. I have found waking up and doing the morning routine is always worth it. I always am grateful that I do it. Okay, so another cool thing, you guys, is I'm going to have you guys check this out. It's going to be the next little thing on the podcast is I have a morning little gratitude practice that you can try. So check that out that you can add into your morning routine. It's like two minutes because I don't like long morning routines. Like I don't want to drag this thing out way, 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 way long, right? So there's that. Okay, then evening routines, same thing, super important, I think is super important. So what we're going to do with our evening routine is I want you to like figure out what calms you. Like the evening routine should be calming, right? So for me, a clean house feels calming. So I like to do like I heard it called this and I kind of hate this name. So we should make up a new one, but it's called like Dirty 30. And it's like take 30 minutes do a quick like sweep through of the house, make sure all the dishes are in the dishwasher, start your dishwasher, get everything kind of picked up. It's not like a deep clean, but it's just like pick everything up, get it in its place, right? That makes me feel peace. I feel calm when my house is like that. So we calm down our house by getting all this stuff done in the evening. And then I like to turn on music that calms me down in the evening. I have a yoga playlist that I listen to that's like Kundalini Yoga. It's a little hippie for some of you, but some of you might really like it. It's Snatam Kar, and she sings like yoga-y songs. So that's what I listen to when I want to feel peaceful. Or I listen to like a like a Christian like church playlist that I have, and either one of those, and then they just calm me down, and I like it. And then I usually try... Colton's going to edit this and be like, you are a fraud. I try to not be on my phone, but let's be honest, I sometimes am. So that's just reality. Sometimes I'm on my phone, but I think like best case scenario is I wouldn't be. And it's something I'm actually like getting coached on a lot right now is my phone usage. So yeah, like, let's do that. Let's like put the phone down. I think we're going to feel better. I put on my vision cast that I was doing this morning that I was going to sit outside in the evenings. Like, it's just so nice to like sit outside and just like relax without your phone, right? And so that's kind of my night routine that I do like once my kids are in bed and that I'm going to really start to implement the next little while because I'm refocusing. And I'm really excited to just have that rhythm, like where we just know, like in the evenings, it looks like this. And in the mornings, it looks like this. 
And that will, I think, help my night get better sleep, my morning start better, and my day just smooth flow smoother. And then during the day, you guys, you literally can do the same thing. Create a little rhythm. I don't really like to say like a routine or like a schedule because I think that make the, I don't know, in my seven brain, right? Like this like spontaneous brain of mine that feels really restricting. So instead I like to have like a rhythm. The first like three hours of the day, we do things like this. The next two hours of the day, we do things kind of like this. And the next three or four hours of the day, that block, we kind of do it like this. And there's no like at two o'clock. I do like doing that sometimes, but for the most part, I like to just kind of have a rhythm to my day, a rhythm to how we go so that the kids kind of know like where we're flowing to next. And that helps me a lot. So. This is the fun work to do. This is my favorite stuff, you guys. I freaking love planning days. I love creating the vision, right? So like, what is your vision? How do you see your home functioning? How do you see your business functioning? How do you see those intermingling? How do you see your morning routine going? What thoughts are you gonna have to think to get you out of bed to do it? What thoughts are you gonna have to think to get yourself to stick to the rhythm? What thoughts are you going to have to think so that when, what are you going to have to do to make it easier too? Like, like, okay, you want to adventure? How about you put all of this stuff together in a bag? Like, okay, I love to go to the river. So like something I, I did last year, but I didn't do it this year. And I think I should have done it this year is put a bag together with all the river stuff. And so it's like super easy. I just throw all the river stuff in the back of the car and we just go down to the river. And it wasn't this hard thing that I had to like manage my mind through. Oh, this is gonna be too much work, blah, 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 right? To get myself to go do the thing that I actually wanna do, which is like have fun little adventures with my kids. So like, I want you to start thinking of these things. Like what thoughts am I gonna have to think? What can I do to make this easier? Like, how about you put your workout shoes right next to your bed and you have your clothes picked out the night before? How about we make put our cup of water like sitting out on the counter so we just literally have to grab it we don't even have to think like oh I should get my water like it's just sitting there for us to see it right so like these are these are the things we're gonna we're gonna cast the vision we're going to write it all out we're going to honor our priorities and we're going to think thoughts and do things to make it easier. That is what we're going to do. We're going to go for it. We're going to try it. The other thing I love, you guys, is I freaking love a vision board. I love a vision board. I need to make one. I'm going to make one tonight. I'm going to make one. I have one from the first of the year, but like, I just feel like COVID really just like blew my vision board into shreds. And so I'm going to make a new vision board and I'm going to hang it somewhere I can see it because when I make a vision board, I freaking check those things off. And you will too, but you got to put it where you can see it and you've got to actually believe. You've got to believe that you can do it. So you guys, midway through the year, we're starting school. We're starting to get into the groove of COVID. (laughs) Oh, I hate saying that, but we are. That's where we're at. So let's do this together. Tell me what you think. Let's refocus. This is going to be good. You guys, I wanted to tell you something. I am so grateful that you listened to my podcast. <laughs> I love making this. I love making it with a microphone. This is so cool. And 
I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Like all the time I have you guys like tagging me on stuff, like sharing it. And I'm just so grateful. And I love speaking to you. I really do feel called to talk about these things. I feel called to share with you guys what works for me. I feel called to share with you what works for my brain and what helps me to actually accomplish my goals, to actually become the person I want to be, to actually create the life I want and to eliminate more suffering in my life. And so I just want to share that with you as much as I can. I believe in this work. I believe in thought work. I believe in this work so much and how healing it can be and how I believe it draws us closer to our highest, most divine self and closer to our God. So I want to encourage you, do the thought work, do the work, start shifting those thoughts, start creating those visions, start casting those dreams and start manifesting your life. And it will happen if you really believe it. So if you like this podcast, share it, share it, share it. So grateful. Subscribe. If you like this, I would really love you to leave a review. And one last thing is hit me up if you need some coaching. You can just message me, DM me on Instagram at getting mindful with Megan, or you can email me at getting mindful with Megan at gmail.com. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. It's going to be a good week. See you later, guys.